0: morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes. So make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. morning bitches and welcome back to wellness for real it's your girl your host Marlena and today I am joined by my very good friend Brittany Maya how you doing girl I'm good so happy to be here yeah, I'm so excited to have you on. Uh, you are someone that people have requested to hear from. And you and I have like become like real life friends. Um, we were just talking about that before we started recording. We're like, how did we even meet? Like, we don't even remember. Of course, it was through the gram. Um, but I will let you introduce yourself to any of our listeners who might not know who you are.
1: Yeah, I'm Brittany. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, Actually, live my grandpa would say God's country on the Iowa side of the river. <laughs> um, shrinking shit show on the gram. Um, yeah, I I work in development and property management here in Omaha. I've been on my wellness journey for ever. I mean, I feel like since 2019 officially. Um, yeah, just navigating life through many career changes, mental health states, and trying to lose some fucking
0: weight. <laughs> yeah. So how's that going for you?
1: I feel like I'm at um, a beginning point again. You know, I think it's the first time my partner, Ricky, and I've been together five years, and it's the first time we're on the same page for once. Hey. Uh, I'm down about probably 10 pounds from my original starting weight but I feel the healthiest I've ever felt the most ready to lose weight that I've ever felt um I've been doing therapy for about eight or nine months so that's of course been a game changer it's after a lifetime of therapy I finally have someone who works for me so that's definitely showing in my my habits too
0: for sure. And I love that you said that because I think people expect to go to therapy and they expect their therapist to just be this like magician. (laughs) It's just like, you have one session and you're like, Oh, my problems are fixed. Like, or like they expect a therapist to be like someone that just tells them what's wrong with them or like how to fix their life. And it's like, that's not how therapy works. Um, so I appreciate you being candid about that, that you've been trying for so long with therapy and it's taken this long for you to like find someone that you can actually like, uh, I don't know. Like, what, what do you think it is? Like, do you feel like, do you feel like you guys just like vibe or is like this person just understands you?
1: She's so cool. I mean, she's so cool. So uh, yeah, I I started therapy as young as like age six. I went through some childhood events where it was mandated that was awful. I still remember, you know, like playing with dolls in the therapist office. Right. So as an adult, I really rejected therapy. I was not into it. It brought up a lot of bad feelings. I'm like, just put me on some meds and call it a day. Well, that also didn't work. So now, um, I don't know. I was just kind of shopping on psychology today and they have videos now where they can like introduce themselves in 30 seconds. So I was watching this girl's video. I'm like, this is not going to work out. She's very holistic and like spiritual and I'm not into it at all. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about how I'm the negative friend. Like, no, don't come to me <laughs> for positive vibes. Um, so I went into my first session with her cause I was in a desperate moment. And honestly, she was the person who could get me in the soonest. And I was like, if you tell me to breathe, I'm walking out of the session. And literally by the end, she's like, can we please do some breath work? I'm like, oh God, <laughs> so we did. <laughs> but it honestly broke the ice. And ever yeah. since then, she tries to be respectful of me, but she'll also say, can we get woo-woo with it when she wants to do like a breathing practice or a I love breathing that. thing. Yeah. And so it just, we should not get along. It should not work but it does. And that just goes to show that you never know. You can't look at someone and just assume or read their profile that they're going to be the right fit for you.
0: Totally. And I love that, that you getting out of your comfort zone and like doing the opposite of what you thought was going to work for you is actually what's working for you. Right. Um, And that's kind of the thing with our brain. Our brain loves comfort. Our brain loves to be in familiar situations and be around people that uh, remind us of, you know, whatever, like things that we're comfortable with. So, uh, that's cool that you're, <laughs> you got this like woo woo ass doctor and you're like, all right, this is cool. This is working.
1: Well, in, it, 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 in a roundabout way, it's given me everything i wanted, you know, I'm completely off of antidepressants right now. Cause she's super against Western medicine and just like totally brings a different perspective because everything she says, I'm like, oh God, I never would have thought about that at all. So she's amazing. And she just like will cuss in the session and gives me a little bit of everything that I need to feel authentically myself. And I don't know. It's just the one thing is we do parts work. Have you ever heard of that in therapy at all? Mm -mm. I don't know the history, I don't know, the science behind it. Right. But so she basically has me, it feels like I have multiple personality disorder. I don't know. She has me break up everything into parts. So it's like, I have a part that is imposter syndrome. So she wants me to give it a name. And then I have to go through and find where that part manifests itself in my body. And then from where I can find it in my body, we focus on it. And then it usually like drums up a memory, something I truly don't like because it really makes me feel crazy or that's a stigma word, but you know what I mean? It's very difficult to work through, (laughs) but it has unlocked some crazy repressed memories. And again, something I never would do, I'd read it or listen to it and say, that's weird, not doing that. And it's been the most helpful
0: for me. So that's amazing. So I just. I just Googled parts work or parts therapy. Uh, Let me not drop my phone. Um, And uh, okay. So uh, parts work therapy is a concept that our personality is composed of a number of various parts from our subconscious, which makes sense, right? So it's pretty much just identifying those parts and naming them and identifying where we feel them in our body. Is that kind of what you're saying? Okay. I love that. That's really helping so, you, huh?
1: Yeah. Her examples are so cool. And I can't wait to get to where she is. That's the other thing I love about her is she's very authentic about her experience in therapy and using that as an example for me. So she has baby girl, who she says sits like just like a baby right in front of her, and it's her childhood self. And then she has bulldog who sits right here uh, up above her shoulder and bulldog will bully her into making decisions. And so then anytime something comes up she can kind of identify what part of her personality she's heavily relying on. And it's all to protect, right? So all these parts are coming in to protect you from a wound that's deep down in the middle to deflect you away from actually dealing with what's going on or why you're reacting a certain way. And when you can kind of 3D it, you know, look from the outside and see, uh, oh, this part's coming in, then you can kind of dissect and get to the true meaning of feeling, experience, whatever. So I'm looking forward to the future and it's really created sort of an organized timeline for therapy because I've, I can see where I can get at one point. And so that's nice, but you know me, I'm so hung up on the name I want a cool name for my part or I want it to hit exactly the note that I want it to hit on and it doesn't so yeah well
0: I think identifying those things can be so powerful and it seems so simple like just saying it right like just identifying a feeling and giving it a name um it seems kind of simple but like really powerful so I'm so proud of you thank you uh, so you, you feel like all of that has really helped you kind of come into this new year with like a fresh eyes maybe.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know what about this new year has just felt different to me. I'm not usually into it, but it has felt like a refresh
0: that's awesome. Um, So what are you currently doing in your wellness journey as far as like your weight loss goes? Are you following any plans? What are you doing? Back, I want to know.
1: Back on the dubs. Back on the dub. The dub, dub. dubs.
0: You're doing the personal yeah. points, right?
1: I'm doing the personal points. All right. How's that going for you? Hated it deeply <laughs> for the first couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. Changes always hard. It
1: is. It is. And I had blue plan down like no
0: yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I don't know. Something about it is working for me right now. And I really like that. I feel, I mean, you're always a cock in the machine, right? But with the personal points, at least how it's presented on the gram is it's less like, this is six points or give me the points. It kind of separates you of like, nope, mine's different than what you're doing. I don't care what all you are doing with your plan. I'm going to stick to my thing. Um, But W, it's always been the comfort for me to fall back on. I just say it's basically calorie counting for dummies, and I'm lazy, and that's why (laughs) I. That's
0: why it works for a lot of us, right? Especially in the beginning of a weight loss journey, for sure, because it's like, yeah, you're you're thinking of foods in typically singular number values instead of hundreds of number. You know what I'm saying? So it just really simplifies it in your mind for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, now you talked about imposter syndrome and I know this is something that both you and I like really struggle with. Um, and we were just talking about this before we started recording and I just kind of want to know, like what it feels like for you, like how does it come on? Like, how do you identify it? How do you deal with it? Because it's something I'm really struggling with right now.
1: It takes my joy. It really does. I feel like I can never truly appreciate my own accomplishments. Um, Or it really takes away that feeling of worth. I mean, even coming on the pod, I was just immediately, what am I going to say? What do I have to contribute? I don't know.
0: A lot of people feel that way when I try to get them on the show. They're like, I don't have anything to say. And I'm like, everybody has a story. Everybody yeah. has something to share. Sorry, continue. Like you say all <laughs>
1: the time, I'm just a regular ass bitch. Yeah. I lose yeah. weight, hanging yeah. out. Um, but no, I, obviously work is huge to me. I, a lot of my like life satisfaction and everything is put into my work. I work really hard. I have a crazy work ethic and I had a stellar year. Like when I look at the numbers and the data, my shit does not stink at work right now. There is no one that's doing better than me. There is no, you know, no one above me. And yet I feel like trash. I literally cried at the end of quarter four of like, well, just light the place on fire. I don't know what to tell you. It looks like shit. I suck. And then my boss is, it's gotta be exhausting to be her. Cause she's like, Brittany literally had the best numbers. When we created these metrics, we only dreamed that someone would hit these and you're hitting them. And It just is so sad, right? That why can't I feel, even with the data in front of me, like I did a good job. It's just sad, bro.
0: It really is. And I can so relate to that. Um, Like anytime I'm in a work situation, I always excel. I'm always like, I was just talking to Adam about this last night. Like every job I've ever had, I've been very fucking good at it. I've always got nothing but compliments. If you ask anybody who's ever worked with me, they will tell you like my work ethic is top notch. Like I'm such a fast learner. I'm just like, I get shit fucking done. And I know that about myself, but for some reason, I constantly have this feeling that I can't get shit done. Or that I'm not doing enough or that I'm like, could be doing so, more. And it's don't just like, know anything. yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it's exhausting. <laughs> it really it's is. exhausting. It steals your joy. And then I feel like I go through this
1: cycle of like, I'm a piece of shit. And then, oh, it's proven to me that I'm doing really well. Then I go into this kind of.
0: you like overcorrect. Of, where you're like, I'm yes, the fucking I, I
1: shit. Mostly- I'm like why do I want to lose weight I don't know I'm hot and then like the next day I'm sitting crying in my bathroom like you know it's just can I level out can i just level out <laughs>
0: uh, I feel you so much on all of that it, it is uh so in therapy or just like any self-reflective work like um are you finding tools or like any code coping mechanisms or anything to like help you remind yourself? Cause obviously I like, I talk about affirmations all the time. Like I literally talk to myself in the mirror every fucking day. Um, and it does help, but I'm just curious, like what you do to kind of help with those feelings of, uh, imposter syndrome.
1: For sure. I think my number one thing I'm trying to work through is to find it in myself, um, worthiness in myself, because I'm surrounded by just the best. I'm amazing mentors at work. I have amazing coworkers. Ricky is, you know, I mean, I feel like we're in the best place in our relationship we've been in five years and I'm getting constant affirmation feedback from the people in my life, which is amazing. And I need that, but it's also, I want to do that on my own. Um, and some of it, is bullshit until you do it. Right. Like I was listening to this Instagram live actually from Mel Robbins about, uh, she has a book that just came out about the high-fiving yourself in the mirror and that it's scientifically proven to like improve whatever. So I've been doing that every day. I high-five myself in the mirror and I say affirmations and I just try to get there, but I really think it's, it is something that I'm just working through in therapy of why can I, you know, obviously as a child, I went through a lot of childhood trauma. And so a lot of that self-confidence or self-regulating was stripped away from me. And so I never felt good enough, even to this day, as recently as this past year, I've had, you know, very important people in my life not choose me. And so it just keeps kind of deep down reaffirming the, I'm not enough. I'm not worthy to be chosen over X, Y, Z. Um, so it's just really trying to figure out what part is coming in to try to protect me that tells me I'm not working hard enough. And I think it's job security, financial security, making sure you put food on the table, right. It's trying to protect you from, I don't know, not achieving those things. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm kind of rambling, but
0: no, it totally makes sense. And I think too, and I don't know if you've, Dived into this in therapy at all, and I am by no means a professional. <laughs> I just have been to a lot of therapy, um, but I know for me, a lot of those feelings are also rooted in survivor's guilt. Um, so I don't know if that's something that you can speak to at all as well, but um, I know, like, when you go through a lot of trauma, especially childhood trauma before your brain is like fully developed. Um, You just constantly have this feeling of like guilt, right? Like I don't deserve any of this stuff. I don't, I don't know.
1: A hundred percent. And I feel like a lot of that kicked off. We were just talking about your uh, house search and Ricky never understood why buying my house on my own, just me on the, on the mortgage was such a huge thing. There were so many years in my life where I just had given up the thought of ever owning property. And it was actually very easy for me to do, but I just assumed based on generations before me and everything that's going on, that that was just never going to be a thing for me. And so I could have very much just opted out of that opportunity because I just decided, nope, not going to happen. And then (laughs) when I did it, it actually was not that difficult at all. You just get in on the survivor's note too. um, I had several situations where it was a person in my household was assaulted at a time that I wasn't. And I was was there for it and kind of watched that whole thing play out. So it's very much, um, I don't deserve any of my success. My success is not my own. I didn't work hard oh, I just landed into this job because I knew someone. I just got promoted because I, I had this networking connection or I just work at a nice property. So it just, it works itself out. And it's constantly reminding myself that no, you did, you did it. You're the reason.
0: Yeah, Uh, Yeah. totally. And, um, you talked about, like buying your home. Right. And how like you could have opted out of that because you didn't feel worthy in your brain. Right. Because you were shown that your whole life. And recently I just talked to Britt Pope. Um, we did a like live on Instagram where we were talking about finances. And, um, I think so often if you come from a background of scarcity and a background filled with trauma and, you know, unhealthy family dynamics and things like that, um, we take so much of that with us, right. With this unworthy feeling that like, well, nobody else in my family ever accomplished this. So there's no way I'm ever going to do this. You know, whether they told you that or not, that's definitely a feeling. I think a lot of people have, especially when it comes to owning your own home, which is a huge accomplishment, but it is so much. I want to say it's easier, but I'm in the middle of trying to buy a house right now. And in this market, it is not very easy, Um, but um, it is something that is attainable for everyone. Everyone. If you have a job and you have an income, you can purchase a home. Doesn't matter how bad your credit is, doesn't matter if you don't have any money in savings, doesn't matter if you're living paycheck to paycheck. It is possible if you set your mind to it and you work with the right people that are going to help you achieve that goal. Um and then it just makes me wonder like how often in my life I have blocked my own blessings because I didn't feel like I was worthy, right? And I still do it to this motherfucking day. I'm still doing it um in certain aspects of my life, right?
1: I so relate. I actually watched that live, even the part that got mysteriously deleted. I was watching that whole first. We're not part. gonna
0: talk about that fucking Instagram. <laughs>
1: I loved every second of it. And I so relate to Brit in so many ways. I mean, you know, my background and it's just crazy that she and I haven't really connected at all. I feel like we're just hovering in different, you know, and never actually crossing paths. But yeah, anytime yes. I get the pleasure to listen to her and hear her story, it's just amazing. And I feel like I relate to her so many ways. Um, I do have another example of blocking a blessing I, through high school, was in a program, I was in Upward Bound, and uh, it's an amazing program that my school offered that helped with college applications and all that stuff for low income or uh, people of color, you know, just helping out students. And I had an amazing mentor through there. I'd applied to probably 50 colleges, and I was very smart. I had very high ACT score, whatever, but I, I couldn't afford to go to college and I didn't want to get into the loan catastrophe, whatever. So I was applying to all these scholarships and I gotten all these acceptance letters. So anytime I got an acceptance letter, it would go into a file and my mentor was going through them. I didn't even read any of them. And she pulls out this one from university of Iowa. And she said, Brittany, you got a full ride to the University of Iowa. I was like, no, I didn't, that was just an acceptance letter. I didn't even read it, whatever. She's like, no, listen to the words I'm speaking. You have a full ride to the University of Iowa. But the date, the cutoff to accept it was literally the next day. And if I didn't send in my acceptance, it was gonna go to someone else. So I was within a day of not getting the college education that I did because I just didn't read the paper. Um, but it was just, I had assumed I didn't get all these scholarships and I was just going to have to pick somewhere in state and whatever. So crazy that I almost had an entirely different life because I can't fucking read a piece of paper, but very similar in that. I just assumed I wasn't going to get any of these scholarships.
0: Wow. Isn't that crazy? So, well, yeah. t- well, good thing you had that person there to open your eyes, <laughs> but I could definitely relate to that too, for sure. Uh, so often I do the same thing and it's, oh, it's exhausting, but we just got to keep working to be better, right? Like that's just what it comes down to and just taking those small steps. And like, we've been friends for a few years now and we both watched each other kind of take these steps um, and just kind of get better and better. So I'm really proud of you. I know I already said that, but Thank you. it's true. Um, so I want to talk about, um, you mentioned um, like your therapist pointing out your dissociation from life, which is also something that I do. This is probably why we're such good friends because we're both like, we're both like really fucked up in the head in the same ways. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we've gotten along so well. Uh, but this is also something that I do as well. So, um, and for a long time, it was something it was verbiage that i never had in my life. Um, so once I had it and I understood it, I was like, holy shit. So I was hoping that you could kind of talk a little bit more about your experience with dissociation. Um, and and maybe in the hopes of helping someone else realize that maybe that's what they're doing as well.
1: Yeah. Well, trauma response, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) um, yeah, so I get to a place where now it manifests a little differently than when I was younger. Um where if things just feel too overwhelming or I get too stuck on something very minute. I go to a place of fuck it. We're on a flying rock through space. Nothing matters. We are the aliens, right? Like
0: Yeah, I always I always said Adam, like, it's it's just a simulation. Yes, <laughs> we're just in a sim- simulation. <laughs> The
1: sim is glitching. And here we are. Um. And the more I thought about it, because my therapist is like, you know, this is really problematic. (laughs) And like, (laughs) it could become very crippling to you, because then when you get to the point where nothing matters, then you could maybe have some, you know, trigger of suicidal ideation and like all sorts of stuff, right? So let's dial it back. So I've been thinking about it a lot of where did this come from? And I remember, A traumatic event in my childhood, shocking, where in the moment it was awful. And I just kept thinking, like, every time you go to sleep, you wake up and it's a new day. And so if you just kind of sit through this, when you wake up tomorrow, it's not going to matter. You're not going to remember what this felt like or what, you know, this is going through. And I was very young when that happened. And it just, Has kind of been this thread through my life where I truly can compartmentalize to the point where I can be speaking to someone and not be present at all and have no recollection of the conversation. Same. Yeah. It's very scary, right? Mm -hmm. And now as an adult, it's kind of just become this cynical, kind of funny thing. But you got to be careful, right? Because it's scary too that you, and if you start thinking about, life a little too hard right (laughs) yes I don't know but the dissociation it's very it has its uses right I feel like I can pretty much go through anything at this point and I'll come out the other side unfazed but it's also I don't want to disassociate from the good too and so I have to try to be grounded and present and not miss out on the blessings of life just because I'm so scared of what's uncomfortable um
0: Totally. And, um, I just want to talk about it. Like, so what, what are some things that you do to help yourself reground yourself? Like, so I know for me, like my focus over the last few months has really been in meditating, even if it's just for five minutes a day, just taking that time to be like really present in my body. Um, and it's fucking hard. Holy shit. Like I never thought that it would be so difficult to just sit for five minutes And pay attention to what's going on in my body, but it's, it it is extremely difficult, um, for me. And I think for a lot of people that, um, do dissociate in the way that we do. Um, so what are some things that you kind of have been doing to help you work through that?
1: Yeah. I don't know that I could do that right now. If you ask me to just sit for five minutes,
0: it's hard.
1: (laughs) It's really hard. Um, yeah, I'm really a pen to paper I'm a journaler. I have like a paper planner. I have to write things down. I get in almost an obsessive, like plan out my day to the minute when I'm that way. Um, I also did a breathing exercise where it's like the three parts. So you try to fill up your chest and then your middle and then your lower belly. And then you deflate in that order too. So you have to actually really think about your breath. Um, So I do that sometimes. And then I'm also completely obsessed with my Apple watch. And so sometimes I turn on the little breathing thing there. Um, but yeah, and I think always reaching out to someone Janelle is always my person for that where I'm like, hey, I'm absolutely spiraling right now. She's so good and just understanding, um, of trauma, of course, and just knows me so well that I can just kind of go there with her. Uh, so just having those people in your life that you can reach out to that know how to ground you and remind you what's going on and yeah, totally back to real life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. So we're talking about a lot of deep stuff, so let's lighten it up a little bit. I want to know, so since you're kind of getting into this like mode of the beginning of like a restart, right? Like you said, and so many people have been there where it's like you restart over and over and over again. um, And you feel like you're coming into this, like, like this is it, right? Like I I get this now. Like I know what I need to do. I'm just going to fucking do it. Like even I think it was last week you were saying it was like, literally, this is the first week I've ever actually tracked my food right which is like that's yeah that's huge it's such a great start um so i just want to know like what is first what's your go to like recipe right now
1: oh my god skinnyish dish white chicken chili
0: oh it's so good that was that was my favorite recipe of of 2021 for sure i made it all the time
1: it's the best and you can do it in the instant pot so even if i forget i've no excuses with it cuz it's like if i forget to unthaw chicken or do it in the crock pot like you can still do it in 18 minutes yeah and it turns out perfect every single time and it's cold here so it's like comfort perfect. love it but love any it. star recipe is 10 out of 10 to me
0: yes all right and you mentioned your instant pot so i also wanted to know what's your like number one kitchen gadget that oh, helps here. air fryer, you.
1: Air, fryer <laughs> yes. 10 out of yes. 10.
0: <laughs> Yo, I just finally got that, the double basket Ninja air fryer. And I feel like the baddest bitch ever.
1: (laughs) Ricky watched her story and got me that for Christmas.
0: Yes. Good job, Ricky. Life changing. Like I am shook by it every single day. It's amazing. Although I don't love that it starts at like a twenty-minute timer every time you turn it on. I don't know if there's a way to change that. That's how lazy I am. I don't want to hit that button and <laughs> bring the time down oh, every give time. Give me a I air keypad. Pressure.
1: Come on. What yeah. Or it?
0: or the dial. Yeah, it has the dial. Wish that was for the timer and not the setting. Well, whatever. I, I could always <laughs> critique anything. I'm like, I could make this better. <laughs>
1: put me in a focus group right now.
0: Right. Which I'm sure in some way, shape or form is probably a trauma response. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is right. It really is. Um, all right. So go to movement. Like what's your go-to workout?
1: Oh my God. Weightlifting always. Um, I love a good leg day. I dread it and then I'm in there. I love a hip thrust. I love an RDL. I love a lunge. Like
0: got to build that booty
1: and nothing feels better than just like lifting heavy shit in a gym full of bros that think their <laughs> shit doesn't stink.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Let's talk about that more because I feel like so many people, especially women, right. Especially if you're at the beginning of a weight loss journey, are like can't even fathom the idea of walking into a gym so like what helps you like get over that gym anxiety and like that feeling like you don't belong there
1: unfortunately my leo energy I feel like (laughs) I belong everywhere when I usually have no business you're like I'm here (laughs) (laughs) like you all have been waiting for me right um no I think I hate men usually so anytime I can flex on a man love that opportunity but it's also like you have as much right you are paying the same amount of money to be in this space it was very difficult for me actually at our Council Bluffs YMCA because it was just like burrowed out people spread their stuff out everywhere and they just really are disgusting my gross. pet peeve,
0: like, bro, do you really need all seventeen of those dumbbells right now? Like, do you? No. Do you? So
1: I just walk up, and I'm like, I'm gonna take this. Thanks. <laughs> and then now I keep my AirPods, AirPods in, mask on. And I just am like, yeah, it's, okay, come get it when you need it. Um, but no, I think one thing that helped me too is I did Orange Theory for a while, a couple years. And that really gave me a good base knowledge that when I went to more standalone gyms, I did really feel like I knew what I was doing, at least with dumbbells. Um, And then I watch a lot of YouTube. There's a lot of like male YouTube fitness that I watch. And so sometimes I really feel like if you have a YouTube video up and this just happened to me at Anytime Fitness the other day, this guy was watching me watch this video and then I feel like his whole demeanor changed because he clearly watched this influencer too or whatever. I don't even remember who it was. Some annoying guy with an annoying voice. But then he was just like, oh, you watch this guy? Like, cool. Like, it's like I got street cred or something. I don't know. <laughs> but-
0: I love that you said that you hate men, but then you watch male fitness influencers on YouTube. <laughs> Let's dive into that, Brittany. Why? Why? <laughs> probably their muscles. (laughs) She's like, I'll save that for my next session.
1: (laughs) Well, and I do blame Ricky because he watches all these dudes. And so then I'm just like, Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. But sorry. I think I kind of danced around your question, but the, the point is you just fake it till you make it. There's that TikTok. That's like, what do you do when you don't feel like whatever? And then they
0: go pretend, but really just pretend just do shit that's Rihanna. That's a Rihanna quote. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you do just have to fake it. And I think for me, um, I, I like that you said that you started out with orange theory, um, uh, because I, I, I didn't start out with orange theory, I actually hate group fitness, but I did start out just like in my basement with an elliptical, like, because I had never really been a super active person. Um, like at all my entire life. So becoming comfortable in moving my body, like by myself first was like my first step. Right. So like kind of finding that like first step for you, like if you've Never worked out before. Um, you know, check out maybe some free group fitness classes or join a gym that's gonna provide you with a, a personal trainer like Planet Fitness. They give you pers- free personal training, they have free classes, they have you know, and if you don't like people and you don't, you're like uncomfortable asking for help. Um, again, with Planet Fitness, they have like their app where you can literally scan the. QR codes that are on everything on the machines, on the dumbbells, and it'll walk you through how to do things and how to do the movements and like give you tips on that. Um, So like utilize your resources, I would say, and always having that, like, like doing your due diligence, right? So whether that be within yourself and like making yourself a little more comfortable, even just moving your body first, you know, before you throw yourself into like a very stressful situation. Right. Yes. Cause I think, I think some people think that they can just like, they're like, that's how I have to get there is by just like ripping off the bandaid and just walking into a gym when I know absolutely nothing, you know? And it's like, if you do that, most likely you're going to overwhelm yourself. And then you're going to say, fuck this. And you're going to give up.
1: And lifting in general, like nothing should hurt. So you shouldn't like throw (laughs) yourself because that's just a general rule. If your lower back's hurting, you're probably doing it wrong. You know, it's one of those things where there are so many free resources. I love that you brought that up with the Planet Fitness app. You know, um, there's so many resources out there. So just find what works for you and and kill it. And it's just too about finding movement that is true to you. Like not everyone loves weightlifting. I love yoga too, but my aunt, she's like, I can never settle my mind to do it. So then don't do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, I'll say that like yoga, because I love yoga too. And it's something that I, I don't, I, I don't really do a lot of guided yoga anymore. I really learn like the Basics. Um, and I use a lot of the stretches just in my daily routine. And, you know, if I'm feeling a little tight, I'll get up and do certain movements and things. Um, but man, when I first started trying yoga, I was like, this fucking sucks. Cause I was the same way. My brain was like, I'm such a fast paced person. I do not like slowing down. I like things fast paced. I like to get it going, you know? Um, and that's what I love about late weightlifting. That's what I loved about it at first. But then I started doing yoga and I just kept at it. Right. And I just, I just kept doing it as a practice because that's what you have to do. And I realized like, I really wasn't lifting the way that I should be lifting. Right. Like doing yoga really helped me learn to slow down, slow down my breath, eat till, breathe in general. <laughs> um, yep. and, 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 I'm never someone who I thought would be like into yoga, but man, regardless of what you do and like what your preference is for moving your body, I would say at least try it because it has so many benefits, and the mental health benefits are probably at the top of that list.
1: I love it. I love all types of movement though but I do agree. And I feel like there's a difference when you start doing yoga. And then maybe that's why I love leg day so much, because I can feel every single muscle that I'm trying to work. And it's like, when you feel that and you start lifting lighter and you focus on like tensing those muscles and like lifting the way you're supposed to lift, it's just, and actually getting the endorphins and the full max effect from it. It just feels amazing. But I love yoga. I started out with yoga with Adrian and then just kind of working through some again free YouTube practices.
0: Yeah. I love
1: fitness Marshall. I love getting my dance on.
0: Oh, you know what? I've tried the fitness Marshall. I'm trash. I am horrible (laughs) at choreography. Like I could just, I can't fucking do it. I (laughs) can shake my ass. I could dance like on my own, like freestyle or whatever, but like. I can't. I can't I do it. The I
1: can't.
0: I, I just know. like cannot do it. I look a hot mess.
1: <laughs> I tried to record but it. It's
0: super once. fun, though. It is so fun.
1: That's what it's about, right? I mean, yeah, totally. I've always been active since I was young. I did softball, and you know, whatever. I was pretty stagnant in college, honestly. Did not move for four years, but then after that, I just—it's just the only thing that brings me joy. But it's also my Achilles heel. Cause it's like, I work out, I've worked out every day, probably for four years, you know, like no problems. And then I eat like shit. And so then I just stay the same, but
0: yeah, but you're not the same. I'm not the same. Your body yeah. is definitely stronger. Um, and I think that that's <laughs> important to remember too, is that moving our body, obviously, like if you have weight loss goals, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think when we separate working out and weight loss, it can really have so many great benefits because, um, I've seen you grow mentally so much since I've known you. Um, and I would be willing to bet that staying active is a big piece of that.
1: Yeah. Well, even on my vacation, when we came up to Minnesota, we were at Planet fitness, we were doing yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Just it's when it's part of your life, it's part of your life.
0: Totally. And getting stronger, uh, will always (laughs) have benefits for sure. Um, so yeah. And then there's walking too, right? Just (laughs) the simple, like fucking walking y'all. It's so like, and for me, that was number one. That was the first thing I started doing was just walking around the block, you know? Um, and I know when I came to visit you, we went on a nice long walk through like, um, downtown Omaha and it was just so cool. And it's like before, (laughs) yeah, that was a 5k that we did. Um, it but it was so fun. And I'm like, and we were on vacation. And that's like such a normal part of my life now That's something that like before would have been like, you want to go for a what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no, like I want to sit on my ass. Um, but now it's like that's how I need to like start my day with some type of movement, you know, whether it be stretching, walking, whatever. Um, and that has had such a huge benefit in my overall wellness. Um, so if you're just starting out, check it out for sure. And I will say back to circling back to yoga. Um, if you are in a bigger body, I highly recommend checking out Eden loves life on YouTube. She has amazing, um, plus size yoga programs as well. So I feel like when, when we're in a bigger body, we can feel so discouraged that these things aren't meant for us. Um, but they definitely are. You deserve to, I, Feel good. Yes.
1: I also just recently started following the underbelly yoga on Instagram. Also bigger, uh, personal color, amazing, amazing gal to follow for, uh,
0: what was that again? Write that down.
1: The underbelly yoga. Absolutely. love. Love it.
0: So what are your goals for this year, Brittany? Oh,
1: shoot. (laughs) It's like, I was not
0: prepared for this question.
1: (laughs) My goal for this year really is to lose some weight. I really want to lose some weight. I do. And I think I want to be more intentional with my time. I feel like I just sit there and waste away hours of my life on the gram, but, um, I want to be more intentional with content. I'm consuming with content I'm putting out. I want to be more consistent with content and I want to run a 5k this year. So that's kind of the goals.
0: Yes. I love those. All right. I thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I know, like you said, before we started, you're like, I'm so nervous. I don't know what to talk (laughs) about, Um, which so many people feel that way, but I'm telling you, everybody's got a story and I so appreciate you sharing yours. Is there anything else you want to tell the listeners before we um,
1: I just love you so much. Thank oh, you so I love much you. for having me on. I remember when this podcast was just an idea for you. So to watch it manifest and become this like beautiful thing has been awesome. Um, come visit Omaha people. We're cool over here. That's another thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I will say Omaha was way more dope than I expected. Yes. Downtown, so- oh, especially the little downtown area. Like there's so much cool stuff going on down there. Like it's a really cool area and it's beautiful in the summer In the summer, not in the winter.
1: Don't come here in the winter. No, <laughs> but there, <laughs> I love my, my city. I, I moved back here after college. Cause I just, I love Omaha. I live in council bluffs, but. No, if anyone wants to take a little trip, it's a great, like weekend trip, you know, don't take a week here, but, yeah. um, yeah, that's all I've got, but thank you so much. And I just am so happy that I get to watch you grow and manifest this amazing platform. So
0: yeah, warm and fuzzy. Yes. Make sure you guys go give Brittany a follow. If you don't already follow her, she is, uh, I'm so bad with handles the worst. What's Drinking, your handle?
1: Drinking dot shit show very representative of who I am as a person
0: we love it thank you guys so much for listening to this episode I hope you enjoyed it and if you did please leave us a review we greatly appreciate that and we'll see you bitches next Monday bye